0: I packed up and then I set a date and uh, I said, you know, I'm going to start 2020 in a new country, a new city, and I'm going to, like, make it work and I'm going to spend this new decade, almost like this, cause, you know, we're into this new decade on the continent and I've always wanted to do since I was 19.
1: Hey listeners, uh, welcome back to the Sound of Accra podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I go by the name of Adrian Daniels and this is the show where we chat with colourful creatives and entrepreneurs from a Ghanaian background or with a special interest of the city, bringing you one step closer to Accra wherever you are, representing Ghanaian-based global talent and excellence across the face of the globe. Uh, For those of you who've been listening for quite some time, now i just want to say a big thank you you've all made this possible we're now on episode 16 and this is the penultimate episode before the season finale Uh, season one is now drawing to a close if you haven't already subscribed or left a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on please go ahead and do that that really helps us out Um, And also, uh, if you can uh, listen to the end We do have some announcements So please go ahead and check that out Okay, now on today's episode um, I'm joined by Mahawa Kamara Um, who is the founder of the soap connoisseur she is a british Sierra union entrepreneur who recently relocated to ghana just over six months ago and so she's going to be talking about the challenges that she overcame and the victories that she's achieved in making that journey over to ghana now if you want the show notes once again visit the sound of crowd.com smash the show notes button and you get all the show notes for this episode ready to go okay so i'll catch you on the other end of the podcast enjoy this one really inspiring episode so please listen to the end if you can and i'll catch you on the other side thank you very much take care so everybody um i would like to welcome Mawa to the show did i pronounce your name right
0: Yeah, it's well, Mahawa or Mawa. yes, you do. Mahawa
1: or (laughs) Mawa. Which one do you get most, most often? Mahawa. 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 Okay, and and which one would you like, would you prefer for me to refer you as? Mahawa. Mahawa, okay, great. Well, welcome to the show. Um, It's good to have you on. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Um, And first of all, how are you doing? I know you're out in Ghana at the moment.
0: Yeah, I'm doing really well. Um, I mean, mm. I, I hope everyone's staying safe, just sort of going through the lockdown and the whole <laughs> that's happened. But yeah, no, happy to be alive, definitely. <laughs>
1: e- Excellent. Yeah. And I know the borders are closed at the moment, but opening up soon. So hopefully um, we should be able to kind of get some kind of movement going in and going out of the country, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay great. Um so yeah Mawa um, Mahawa um I thought it'd be great if you can just just kind of share with, with with the listeners a little bit um into your background. I know it's quite of an interesting kind of background you have, but if you can just kind of just give give a brief background into into yourself and then we can go into the the meat of the podcast.
0: Okay, um, well, hi, my name is Mahawa Kamara. Um, I am the founder of a company called The Soap Connoisseur, which is an organic toiletries manufacturing company. Um, I'm an ex-social worker, so I used to be a social worker, um, yeah. and I'm also a management like consultant. So I freelance um, as a consultant, and I help people with their business development and just ordering and fixing the back end um, nice. of their business. Um, and I do like a whole bunch of other stuff and my biggest job would be the mum, of course. To <laughs> <the family. laughs> um, and that's, yeah, that's like what I do on a daily basis. Um, I've just recently relocated to Ghana um, from the UK, um, and I'm planning to establish part of my manufacturing business out here to just grow and just try something different. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little bit but about me. Sure.
1: Awesome, awesome, super mom, eh? Super mom. So, um, uh, we have uh, a, a triple threat in our hands, ladies and gentlemen. So, we have mm-hmm. someone who's a biz dev, and also you know an entrepreneur, and also you know experienced in uh, consulting and even social work and being a mom as well. So, maybe even quadruple threat. But Mawa, that's quite it's quite a, a resume you have. Um, I know, I know. We're gonna dive a bit deep into each area a little bit late into the podcast. Um yeah. first of all, I think I just wanted to open up uh, this show just kind of diving into your story. So okay. um, so bef- so so if we go back if we backtrack six months ago, um, mm-hmm. you are, you're, you're probably in London, right?
0: Yes, yes,
1: and, yes. and now you've, you found yourself in uh, tropical, beautiful Ghana, yeah? the Gold Coast. You found you found yourself in my country. What are you doing in my country? I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, tell us the story. I mean, I know a bit. I, I know a little bit about the story because I've obviously I've gone through um, your, your your stuff online, and I think it's quite a touching story. So, when I saw that story, I thought, look, I need to get this person on before season one finishes. So. I'll just love you just to kind of dive deep into your story. So, I mean, you you becoming a mom and then you, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and then moving yeah. over to Ghana as, you know, as a result of that. Um, yeah. how, the, how did that all come about? Um, Could you kind of oh walk us through this? Okay. No, <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> ready? <laughs> it's not that's like condensed,
0: obviously, but it's yeah, been a, like, a journey. I would say it's something that probably started five, six years ago. Um, I started my business about five years ago um, when I had my daughter mm. um, cut a long story short. She kind of yeah. needed like something to bath with because I was having issues with her skin and what the mm-hmm. GP or the doctors were giving me at the time. Um, mm. I was also out of a job in terms of social work. So I was out of contract and I was just sort of, you know, um, doing locum work or temporary okay. work. And now okay. now and, uh, and then I I, I honestly was a, I say it's a 2am idea I was part, partly frustrated and just partly looking for something and then I clicked yeah. on soap making and I just and it just you know once <laughs> I had that how do you make soap like what and I just clicked and obviously I mean five years later we were trying to set up a soap manufacturing company <laughs> in a different part wow. of the world so yeah right um and that started my journey, essentially, into entrepreneurship. Um, I was actually on job seekers' allowance, uh, you know, income support. You know how, you know, income support um, yeah. to do with the job centre and yeah. all of that. <clears throat> um, and so I had to, I had to think of whether I was going to continue being on job seekers or if okay. I was going to like go down the entrepreneurship route or if I was going to go back to work. So that's okay. like where I was. And so I remember speaking to my advisor and I was like, you know, I think I have a business idea that I think can work. Um, and I think I want to try it. And that was really how it started. And that was mm. what yeah, started me on my journey into making these soaps and starting this business. Cause in my mind at the time, everybody needed yeah. to work. So surely,
1: <laughs> so is that <laughs> is that your main motivation kind of like yeah
0: i first because in my mind yeah. yeah surely everybody needs to bath and <laughs> sorry about that um and everybody that's needs okay. to bath and um and i'm gonna make a lot of money that's just what i thought i'm gonna make a lot of money <laughs> And you know (laughs) and so that obviously didn't happen but i started small i started it at my church i started making them into selling them and just figuring things out i didn't you know have anything figured out necessarily and i just you know had to go on that journey of learning okay how do you run a business what is a business plan what is a cash flow what is all the legal stuff that you know is involved in running my type of business um, you know, packaging, labeling, or, you know, just everything that you could think you needed to learn. Mm, <laughs> I, mm, to learn mm. I also decided to go back to school to learn about skincare itself and actually how yeah. like, people get worked and all that stuff. Yeah. So That's how I started down that road. And then from there... I realized that people then, st- I guess once they saw that the business was being established, I, I was doing marketing. It's sort of that consistency that comes with building a business. Mm, um, yeah. asked, you know, how, how do you get started? How did you build your idea up? What, how did you do this? And I thought, ah, maybe I can <laughs> charge you know? <laughs> um, and that was how I started. I started running um, workshops at the City Business Library in Bank. Okay. Okay. Time, and then I just started slowly, yeah, because it's still you know, doing friends and family and all that stuff. And that was how I that was how the consulting started to grow and become a thing as well. Um, okay. and then I knew I wanted to eventually move back home. Um, I'm not Ghanaian, I'm Union okay. by nationality. So, yeah, but then I thought, you know, where can I move and stuff like that? So prior to three years ago, I was actually engaged to a Ghanaian guy. So I was actually gonna marry a, you know, this guy. And, you know, that yeah. stuff, uh, but mm-hmm. that didn't well. So in that Smart time, I... That yeah coming to visit ghana so i came in 2017 by myself and i did an exhibition out here like i just i don't know what just fueled me like, i'm gonna come i'm gonna do it <laughs> i did and i was like okay i think there's opportunity in ghana you know i think it's a nice country um obviously as most african countries there's always development issues going on and all the other plethora of stuff but i feel like you know there's an opportunity there and i've always wanted to sort of Grow back home, just not knowing how that's going to work. Because obviously, like my country, is not necessarily, not saying it's not advanced, but there's just, in terms of development, yeah, in terms of, you know, Ghana's a lot further ahead. Mm. And so, and nothing happened, by the way, yeah. And then for two years, (laughs) nothing happened. I carried on with my life in the UK, frustrated, Mm. of course. It's cold. You know how the UK can be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and then in 2018 i decided to actually go back to school to do my master's in in international business management and that was i think the beginning of that fuel of okay i need to make this decision am i gonna go am i not gonna go um Mm -hmm. then in 2019 i decided to do an event in ghana for the process so we did a beauty event in Ghana and that went well and that was like the catalyst that kind of started the okay I think I'm going to move to Ghana I don't know how I'm going to move to Ghana but I think I'm going to be able to move to Ghana <laughs> um, anyway, and then I came back again in the end of September October to yeah. do a little bit of business um, and then before that I'd gotten support from the Department of International Trade to okay. in the UK to access new markets and also to so yep. Ghana. My choice was my choice market, oh. and so that was how I actually ended up getting coming to Ghana and getting that support in Ghana. Oh. Yeah, so that was like the journey of it all. And I thought, and then you know, I went back and I thought, okay, I think you know, I want to move because it's like, what is really there for me in the UK? In um, that, <laughs> my family and friends are there. That's great, but yep. also. You know what? what is it that I see the future as and yeah. so I told my mom, to my parents um, to my family of course I went through the whole do you know what you're doing da, 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 da. you're going to a different country you're not Ghanaian what are you going to do, how are you going to make okay. money you know, all the all the I mean if you are of African descent and you have yeah. parents immigrated from Africa to the oh. UK <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, so, I know that feeling.
0: <laughs> back to Africa, There's something that goes in their mind, like she's lost her mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you I know, uh, Yeah. So she's like, "Are you okay? Why do you want to go back? <laughs> and you want to go to?" <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, I said to her, you know, just let me try it. Uh, my roots will always kind of be in the UK, and if it doesn't work, you know, I'll come back. I, um, you know, I don't think <laughs> yeah you know you just don't know what's going to happen so that was how I packed up and then I set a date mm-hmm. uh, when I said, you know I'm going to start 2020 in a new country a new city and I'm going to like make it work and I'm going to spend this new decade almost like this because you know we're into this new decade on the continent and yeah. mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do since I was 19 um yeah. and I think this is the time to do it and that was how I packed my bags um and we landed on the 28th of December 2019 (laughs) and we've been here six months (laughs) months wow Wow. Um, and yeah I started in Ghana I had to get my daughter to school I had to get a place out here yeah just and yeah start fresh um, and just yeah really start fresh so yeah that's how I kind of got here in a a condensed and concise way
1: (laughs) (laughs) even as a condensed and concise way i was even expecting it to be a little bit shorter but hey lo and behold i mean i think there's there's so much that we could actually discuss just from those five minutes that you've just opened up so I, so first of all thank you for sharing that story
0: um that
1: was that was quite something um so if we kind of backtrack to, to what you said at the beginning. So, you know, you were working as a social worker before, and then you said you lost that position and then, you know, that kind of like opens the door for you to, you know, try something else and just try and, you know, you know, maybe start your own thing because, you know, you look at the pandemic, a lot of people now are starting their own thing because they've lost jobs and they're looking for inspiration to kind of, you know, be self-sustainable. So I really want to applaud you for doing that first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Thank and, you. And then, you're welcome. You're welcome. And then um, what I find interesting is that you thought that everyone uses soap. So why not, you know, make, make soap and go into that business? And then, you know, knowing that there's other, there's a whole bunch of competition out there. Um, so you still believe that, you know, you can come out of a, a product that, that can sit in the market nicely and you can still package and sell, which, which is really, really great. Um, and then... I was obviously of course that you you know you had the daughter and then you obviously you moved to to Ghana sorry and then you know you mentioned that you know you had the first exhibition in Ghana and that was kind of like What kind of made you think about moving to Ghana? Because when you came, you really enjoyed it. And you were thinking about leaving the UK, um, which is quite common. More and more people now are leaving the UK and then now relocating to West Africa.
0: Yes. Initially, I was
1: in
0: Nigeria and I just felt like God really ordered my steps here. But I was I was Mm. ready. I was
1: from that country. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Nigeria is okay, but I mean, I think is home. Ghana's definitely home. I mean, when you're out in Nigeria, there's a different kind of feel to it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, different kind of feel to it. Too many power cuts in Nigeria for my liking. I mean, I was in the shopping mall last year in, in Nigeria, and there was light off. Come on, like, yeah, let's, all, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, it's, it's it's such a it's such an inspiring story in terms of what you've done you know in terms of where you were before and where you are now Mm -hmm. um and also what i want to say as well is that um i think it's quite i think it's quite interesting that you started a consultancy on the back of the the workshops and that you were doing in london because you know i think Mm -hmm. what you did was quite clever you took the knowledge that you and skills that you picked up from learning how to run a business and then you used that to kind of start a consultancy and Now you that's something that you've added to your um to your business alongside the uh, the soap business that you have right now. And so you said five years later, after kind of learning how to make soaps and learning about skincare, you know, you've you've now kind of gone into the business kind of full on, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I'm I'm committed. This is a long term marriage we're, we're, we're gonna make it, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make it all the way. We might, you know, stop and have um, you know as with any business, you just go through some days and especially trying said set it up here in Ghana. Yeah. I've just gone through days and I'm like, Hell no, I am getting back on the flight back to the UK. Like I can, <laughs> I can you know, I don't know this. So, but no, that's it. But I'm so committed to it that until I kind of see it done, I don't mm-hmm. think I have. You know, I don't think I'll, I'll be happy. So yeah, uh, I need to try. And if it doesn't work, then I know, you know, it work. But
1: yeah, mm. <laughs> mm. I, I'm um, totally with you. I'm totally with you. And that's a big takeaway. I mean, some people are scared to try, but if you at least try, and even if you fail, at least you can say that you've tried. And and that's something I want to applaud you for. And then again, you know, you had the, the st- the african parents you know stereotype where you can't do this you can't do that but oh. uh, but lo and behold you still kind of managed to kind of you know talk your family into it and then they, you know i'm sure they've supported you now seeing that you've settled in nicely you know yeah, with, your, with your daughter
0: like okay we're waiting for you when you're ready so it's good because that's opening a lot of people now if all my family wants to come and visit Ghana now because you know, <laughs> when she you doing that, that's that's really good as well. So yeah, no, they're definitely more comfortable with me being up here. They always have their concern, and that's good because they mm. are my family. Um, of but, course, yeah, like those as well, and that's good. But definitely, they are definitely more comfortable, and they're a lot. I can see they're happy as well in terms of the decision I made. So that that's good.
1: Yeah, and um. Another thing I wanted to say is that um, it's quite interesting how you mentioned that um, your daughter's sensitive skin condition, beautiful daughter, by the way. Um, I did catch some pictures of her (laughs) online. Um, Really beautiful daughter, by the way.
0: Thank you. Yes, so her skin was just really sensitive. It was quite dry as well. Um, And, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously people of color in the UK, we do struggle with dry skin. You know, things with the weather you know, all yeah. that stuff. So that was where it started from. And I was like, okay, well, if she has this problem, I have this problem. I definitely know that some other people um, have this problem. So it was really, I the breakthrough actually came when I had a friend who tried it. And I remember she had eczema. And I gave it to her. And I was like, you know, just try this. Sir. Like, let me guinea pig you. Um, And she did, and she was like, I don't know what you put in your soap, but it cleared my, it helped with my eczema, it almost cleared it up, and it didn't irritate or itch Mm. my, and I was like, oh, okay,
1: maybe
0: (laughs) look a bit more into this thing, and really like, you know, because at that time I was kind of blacking it as well in the beginning, because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, let me not lie, like, I was trigger happy when I started a business, like, (laughs) you know yeah i was really blagging it and just and i thought you know after she said that i thought you know what no there must be something that I, that is that have done right for that to work so let mm-hmm. me go back and in in research and really look into this thing properly and that's yeah. when i really do my research understanding ingredients understanding what what is actually why is shea butter so good why is olive oil so good what are the key things in these ingredients and how can mm-hmm. they actually our skin and so I really mm-hmm. wanted to focus on black women in the beginning because mm-hmm. I knew that was a massive area where we just struggled with just that yeah in general um, and so yeah that was the, she was what started that and then thank god it grew and then you know there was a need there was a need for it so yes <laughs>
1: Praise God, that's a that's quite a story there, and um, <laughs> I liked I liked how you took your research insights and used that to actually craft your product. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite interesting that obviously your soap came about as a result of you know daughter's sensitive skin condition. I, mean, I did interview um, my aunt actually a few a few episodes back and um you know she started her own organic skincare line as a result of her having lupus so i just find interesting
0: canadian lady right
1: that's correct yeah yeah Yeah. yes so it's really good to hear you know entrepreneurs that have a a a, a purpose-driven you know a meaning behind the product that they've they've created and usually when people hear that they're more kind of inclined to kind of Buy or invest into that brand, so, yeah, so I'm absolutely. sure. I'm sure you're gonna do great, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, how's how's the sales going in the in in Ghana? How's the the soap hmm. business been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: um, we are selling little, not too much. I'm not. I'm still in terms of sales. um okay. it, UK is still sort of like where sales come from heavily. Okay. Um, and then I'm really starting it, not restarting, but yeah, I have to like register it here and go through that whole process here. And okay. um, being a foreign, you know, I'm not obviously Ghanaian, um, of Ghanaian descent. So yeah. those were issues that I encountered, the bureaucracy, the politics, the, oh, I know, I know, I know someone who can help you register. It's just come, 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 come. <laughs> and obviously, and, you know, um, I've had people quote me $2,000. I've had, you know, really? I'm just like, what? But, yeah. so one day i had to carry myself down to the registry general myself and to talk to yep. them just look this is who i am this is what i want to do how can i make this possible um ghana has this law this threshold this asset law for foreigners yep. who want to come into ghana where you need a minimum of two hundred thousand dollars in assets and i'm just like Okay, <laughs> uh, but when, you know, uh, and obviously I spoke to uh, people, and it was like, yeah, you need it, you know. Or we can help you. you know, you know, can you can help you get around it? But you have to mm. pay, and I was like, I'm not gonna pay you two thousand dollars because I'm gonna pay you two thousand dollars <laughs> to reg- just to register a business. Um, and so I decided to go down myself and speak to them, and he and I found, you know, and they were actually able to talk me through the process. It is still. Mm. Um was it do so there are still like some what how do I say restrictions when you are a foreigner? But, yeah. but myself, it's not it's not impossible. You can register your business, you can have your business here, you can find a way around that asset of that two hundred thousand threshold that mm-hmm. you in there and it was just by actually figuring. And I just for a minute I think I forgot who I was and I was like you know I am an entrepreneur I can't yeah I'm like so I you know got on a taxi and took myself down there and spoke to them myself and I was able to get some results and yeah get the business <laughs> registered, really- <laughs> and at least get the process yes yeah. so I'm in the process now of, mm-hmm. of the business here so yes, awesome. and then just out raw materials, all that stuff. So it's almost like we're restarting, but we're focused on manufacturing, whilst being, mm-hmm. and the UK is where we're focused on sales. And yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So it's a it's an international operation. Yeah. Just the. correct
0: By God, That's the plan to, <laughs> to get it there. So yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so at the moment, the sales are taking place in the UK and Ghana, possibly as well.
0: Yeah, we sell through like one or two outlets in Ghana, um, more as a way to introduce the brand to people um, and to get people. The Ghanaian consumers are price sensitive. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so it's about how do you sell in this market so i think for me that's why it was like okay no i can't do you know we can't you can't do everything i don't you know i I wish i had l'oreal's budget i don't and so where is essentially the money coming from and that's from the uk so we focus on more there and ghana is really trying to ghana is always like our back end so this is where Mm -hmm. we manufacture this is where we operate um, yeah. Eventually, obviously, we might sell through one or two smaller outlets, but but mm-hmm. we're not so much focused on making the sales here, just because we, we want to get people introduced to the brand and you know all that all that good stuff before we yeah. kind of And then obviously with COVID, that just you know put all all the plans <laughs> I had mm-hmm. sort of pre-COVID I sort of have. Kind of got dashed, not to one side necessarily, but definitely had to be re, reworked. Um, so that was something that I wasn't expecting, but in, I, I, it, it, mm. it's in disguise, I suppose. Um, and so yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so that's where we're at at the moment, trying to get a head around, you know, COVID nineteen with the shipping yeah. things and all of that, um, really affected our business. So yeah, so just mm-hmm. plain things.
1: I can imagine. <laughs> well, I can definitely yeah. imagine. I know. I know. With the um, the importing and the exporting, I think they've mm-hmm. spiked the prices a bit. So it's yeah, it's a bit, it's, mm-hmm.
0: everything's gone up. Definitely, everything's gone up. Um, you know how it is in a recession. Egg, egg yeah. become eighty pence. You know, um, so yeah. everything's gone up. Um, thank God, in the borders Ghana are not open, but the ports are open. So you yeah, are I've still things here yeah, shipped in at least and stuff like that. So that's a lot easier in terms of that. And then in terms of local, local trade is happening, people are going out more. So things are starting to pick up again. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened my eyes, I think, to the online space, especially the online space in Africa, and just sort of the potential that is there. Um, yeah. And actually, I think the end the next three to six months are really going to look, in terms of, tapping into and maximizing so yeah it's a slow but surely process that's where we're at. That's where at at the moment yeah
1: that's that's a that's a that's very inspiring to hear and um encouraging to hear rather because you know covid's been pretty tough for a lot of people it's affected pretty much almost every industry <coughs> and um people are finding a way to pivot and to make things work and that that sounds like that's what you're trying to do, as yeah. well. But yeah. the good thing for you is that I think your main client base at the moment is UK, is not Ghana. So um, yeah. even though Ghana is not really where you're selling the UK, you can still expect some sales to come from the UK, which is which is good news for you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like we had to, uh, and I think we use essentially we do soap, we do personal care, and I think we just use that. The, the whole, you know, being hygienic and you know, we just use that to drive ourselves. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. possible it's not great, but um it, it it does help. It's in in terms of how you pivot the business and how relevant your business becomes when something like this happens. And it is I guess it goes back to that original plan I had, which is everybody needs to bath, um, kind of thing and just thought <laughs> You know, I'm on a mission to bath the whole world, kind of thing. You know, I like that. Yeah, that should
1: be a mission. That should be a mission statement, or your kind of like brand, kind of um, motto or slogan or something that might kind of do it. (laughs) I like that. And the mission to bath the whole world that would definitely turn eyes. (laughs) <laughs> it
0: really picked up for us um definitely with people coming on lockdown the personal care people wanting to scrub people wanting to you know in terms of access to products we had and that yeah. was really, really really excited to see that and i was like oh you know thank god you know i did stick to this business and i did keep it going because you know mm. right now um but i think thank god yes yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah and um that's quite interesting just knowing obviously covid happened and obviously there's an increased demand for hygiene and lo and behold you're selling soap um, yeah. obviously it, it seems that god's um good's god's footprints uh all over your mm. uh, your business and and even yeah. possibly ghana even um do, yeah. should, perhaps perhaps we can discuss how your faith has kind of you know taking you through this this journey from from london you know becoming a mom to to living in ghana now going through covid um how do you think god's kind of taking you through everything that you've gone through and on where you are now
0: Oh, it's definitely been all him. It's definitely been faith. Uh, He, I mean, I wish he told me this at 19, but he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Made my life a little bit easier, but it's okay. And no, my faith has been sort of, it has been what has kept me grounded. It's been what keeps you going in times where you have to make a decision. You know, do I pay my rent or do I put the money I have in my business? And I'm gonna, and, you know, it, it, it keeps you in that time when you have to make those decisions. Like, do I pack up and move to Ghana, or am I gonna stay in the UK and keep um, slugging it out and all that yeah. stuff? So, it, the it's it's what keeps you. And I kind of have like my anchor scripture, which is Proverbs twenty-five. This is my scripture for being in business, and it's Amen. Proverbs five-two, in which says, you know, it's the it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. But it's the honor of kings to search out that matter. And so yeah. I see my business as I'm searching up this matter for God. I'm 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 fixing the hygiene, you know, problem of the world for God. And so that's what's kept me constantly anchored on. Um I've seen the opportunities come, doors have been open and you know, mm. there's and there's also a scripture that talks about being diligent. And when you yeah. are diligent, that God will bless, you know, re- and reward what you have. And o- and obviously in year two, I didn't see it. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to end up homeless. In year three, I probably still didn't see it. In year four, I still didn't see it. In year five, yeah. I started to see it. And I was like, ah, okay, this is what they mean by be diligent. Right. Mm does start small, it really does take a lot of failures. It takes all oh, you know, no one sees the late night work. No one sees late night when I'm wrapping soaps at night. No one sees when you're sacrificing. Do I buy food? Do I you know and eventually yeah. it, it, it it really is hard work does pay off. So yeah my faith has been everything and it's been what's kept me. I've prayed, I've cried, you know, through my business and like <laughs> times you <we> just <don't> cry <laughs> my god what have I got it myself into <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know I'm like I'm on fire I'm going to be a you know <laughs> <laughs> um and just yeah it's and faith is what keeps you when everybody says it's not going to work um it's not it's not going to happen and it's knowing and I always say what what has kept me going is I just know the ideas from God And that's just it. And I just believe it. And I just believed it enough to go for it. So whether it worked or didn't work, I still feel like it's a success because I tried it. Um, Mm. I I put it to work. I put what, you know, faith is faith without works is dead. So the reason you have you show your faith by doing the work and by taking the steps that you need to take even if you're going to fail um or even if it's not going to work out like you think it will and so that's that faith of just taking the step I don't know how it's going to work but I'm gonna take it anyway because I have faith has yeah. been yeah um and coming to Ghana was faith and I remember um mm, when I was,
1: come on I was
0: like, oh my god I don't know if I want to do this and I was <laughs> no joke and it's that scripture where it's, it's common, we, we, even if you're not a, a Christian, we like, know it, where the, the people carry their friend up to the roof in order to yeah. lower his, their friend down so that Jesus could see them. And, and the Bible yeah. says Jesus saw their faith. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. so God sees my faith? So I was like, so I took that as a challenge. Like, okay, I need to show God my faith so that he knows I'm serious about moving. He knows that if I don't have all the resources, I'm serious because I trust him enough. So I'm going to show him my day. boy. I packed up my house, gave away my stuff. I was doing car boot sales to raise money. Yeah. I, you hustle.
1: know, it's hustle, girl. I,
0: yeah, hustle. I picked up some other things. <laughs> old- I still pick up like care shifts in between. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, care shifts, working extra, doing more trade shows. I packed yeah. up the house got rid of my plates, you know, show God my faith. Mm. Essentially I was with like my suitcases packed and an empty house. And it was like, you know, show God your faith. And mm. you know, thank God God made it possible. But it's that it's kind of how far can you go? Um and yeah, there's some things I've kind of done and I'm like, man, God, if this not if this doesn't work like hi, I'll <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> That but faith always works, and that's what I've learned. Always works Did it work? It meant I didn't have faith, or you know, but faith always it always works. Um, and it's so important, it's such an important part of entrepreneurship and being in business every day because every day you're putting out your product and you're really putting out in, in faith because you don't know if anyone's gonna buy a, a long time ago, I learned there's a book, it's called Business Business Um Business Print. Business secrets from the Bible by um, okay. Daniel Lapwing. Lap Lapin, sorry, he's a Jewish rabbi, and yeah, I remember
1: absolutely.
0: when I read it, and he said, you know, the Jewish a bit the Jewish word for a businessman is like man of faith. So a businessman is actually a person of faith. He had the mm-hmm. way he broke it down, and I was like, okay, because ultimately says, you know, you get an idea, you build a product, and you go and put your product out there, but you have no idea. If anybody's ever going to buy your product, read your book, listen to your podcast, you know, watch your YouTube channel. You don't even know if anybody's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that faith of you doing that, you know, that process of you actually doing it and putting it out there, that faith process is what, you know, brings in people and all that stuff. So faith always works. Just remember that it always just works. I've tested mm-hmm. it. I've tried it with so many things. I didn't go homeless you know even though there were times I would take my rent and put it into my business and the mm-hmm. business sort of did what I needed to give me back because it's a new business all it's doing is sucking up at this point in time um mm-hmm. uh, and you know and it's like oh my god I'm yeah. gonna end up I'm gonna get evicted and I went through the eviction you know I didn't get evicted but I went through court. Um, I had letters, you know, cancels, you know, cancel tax people, like, you will find out about them, cancel tax, TV, whatever taxes they've got for us in that country again.
1: (laughs) Normal counter tax, yeah. (laughs)
0: Castle facts, <laughs> you know. Uh, and so I nearly lost my home actually. Um so but probably, again yeah. it's my faith that kept me going and believing that there's no way I'm gonna lose my home. There's no way mm, that God's going you know,
1: That's right,
0: that's right. Yeah, you know, mm. like that. So, yeah, yeah. So it's So my, my faith wow. is my full foundation. Um but I don't feel no way to talk about God and business. I don't I don't know how I can separate the two because it's it's, it's what i know and it's what has helped me to still be here like you know mm. five years later, hopefully by god's grace ten years later and you know amen. later yeah so yeah
1: amen amen it's- what uh what was what, what a story you know we walk by faith and not by sight you know um and yeah i mean you're absolutely right i mean as a believer myself um you know the word of God does not return to you void. And you know, for those that are believers, those that are Christians, I mean, it does work. You mm-hmm. know, I'm sure Christians would, 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 would find um I mean you would probably find Christians agreeing with you that, you know, faith does work. And for for those that don't believe, you know, mm-hmm. even those that don't believe you know, Christian God or any kind of God, you know, yeah. they you know they do use some level of faith in their lives every single day. I mean, it takes faith to sit on a chair. You know, How do I know this chair I'm sitting on right now? I'm talking to you. It's going to break. You understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> so there is some level of faith in, in in everything, even for those that don't believe. But it's very, very encouraging to hear what, what you went through. I mean, you came out on the other side. You're smiling. You're in sunshine. You're soaking up some vitamin D, <laughs> making us all jealous. But what's more... <laughs> <laughs> but what's more what's more what's more inspiring is in the midst of all of this you were you a mother as well and you had to look after your daughter so I think that as well knowing that was a, that was you know another thing you know, against you, not against you, but you. You know, you know what I'm trying to say, like that yeah, really kind of added to the pressure. You yeah. still came through that, and you know, like like we would say, God brought you through that. So, yeah, yeah we, we just give God thanks, and we're looking forward to uh, the next chapter in your business. Mm.
0: Thank you, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's been yeah. a good journey, and I'm really happy. Like, to talk to you guys about it. Thank you for, like, you know, just it's been a good just. Yeah, even I think I think when you talk about it, you're like, oh, my God, like, I really did this and I really did that? What? At the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what I was doing. I was just, like I said, I was trigger happy. Um, <laughs> seriously, I was, like, trigger happy and I was like, I'm going to make money. Like, that's, you know, just, you know? <laughs> I'm a young person, yeah. So, thank you so much for um, for having me on. It's been great. I really enjoyed it.
1: You're, you're welcome you're welcome and um before we kind of bring everything to a close just a f- couple more things to go through actually um okay. so 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 for your soaps you, what what um not flavors what um what options are available so i think it's lavender tea tree and you've got um you got another you got another option as well do you want to take her yeah. to talk us through the options that you got available your soaps
0: so for the soaps, we've got lavender, lavender and calendula, which is actually for people with eczema or broken skin. Mm-hmm. Then we've got tea tree and peppermint, which is for people with oily or acne skin, So for people who suffer from like things like back acne or um, oily skin. Then we've got our geranium, our rose and geranium soap, and that's like an everyday soap, so you can just use that to bath. know every day and then we've got our bestseller um we call her the baby um which is the lemongrass and lavender so we use fresh lavenders but it's lemongrass Um, and so Mm -hmm. those are the three and that's good for people with dry or combination skin as well Mm -hmm. um so with all the soaps we try to put them for like particular skin types so at least you can find some of what you're looking for Come um, out there, and we also have our body scrubs, which will absolutely change your life.
1: As we <laughs>
0: no, no, I mean, you know, they've been known to save marriages. I'm just putting it out there, you know. It's
1: wow, serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. that's serious. <laughs> yeah. Mar- that's, that's marriage, that's soap saving marriage. <laughs> A soap saving the marriage, you know, to, to move on <laughs> move on those T V dramas. Like this
0: he's is the real soap. This is the real yeah. <laughs> And it just always and he's like he wanted for his wife and it's like, I don't know what you put her. she bath I like, she want is I she finished because like, I could just because I just wanted to eat my wife. Like it was just like it, was, it, was, <laughs> I it just brought something back and it just like, I think some okay. I, I problems and hmm. maybe. Or whatever, okay. I don't know. But um, I, okay. it. I was like, "Wow, really?" And he was like, "Yeah, mm. no, trust mm. me, I'll." Okay, are the one, you know. So yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we have our oak as well, and we're working on a product called soap in a jar at the moment,
1: okay. which
0: is like a soap. So this is another version of soap, but it's whipped. It's fluffy, very, very like just delicious to bath with, um, and just you know, to complement your, you know, your personal care and your skincare routine. So those are the products um, that we have available. Everything is on our Facebook page. We actually have a Facebook shop as well. We don't have our website up up at the moment. Um, and that's been taken out just because I had to restructure, obviously, part of the business and how it's all going to work. But we do have third-party seller websites that we sell through. And obviously, you can always, like, send a direct message um, and I will pick it up or someone else will pick it up as well and get back to, you know, you, so yeah, so our products are available for sale and those are the products that we have at the moment, but we're coming out with more. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Marriage spicing products we have. Yes. here. Huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, Mahawa, just to bring this to a close, um, mm-hmm. so my, my custom question to all my guests. Um, so what is the sound of Accra to you? I know Accra is ah. new to you and you're probably still getting used to life in Accra mm-hmm. as opposed to some other people, um, such as myself who's lived there mm-hmm. for years. Um, what's the sound of Accra to you? So if someone wants to mention Accra to you so far, what, what okay. attitudes, thoughts, feelings, emotions, kind of vibes do you get? Like, what comes to mind oh, that's a good question that's a really <laughs> good question
0: <actually.
1: laughs> yeah. what is
0: the sound of Accra to me for me it's all about laughter I love being in Accra it's um, it's you know it's just it's like my little home oh like my yeah. little home. I love being out here um it's, <laughs> you know you're free this is this, I think there's just this level of freedom I have, whether that's about being a person of colour or woman I'm not necessarily too sure but there's this Mm -hmm. this level of freedom I have um, Mm. that I can just be me, be authentic it's not whether I'm black you know, I don't, obviously there are some ears that still come because you have an accent and all of that, but for the most part I'm free Um, I live like a queen out here like, you know, I just (laughs) you know yeah like That's just it. that yeah just that like not not extravagant I think because I still run a business but just it's just a little bit more comfortable it's not perfect but it's it's home and so for me yeah, it's, it's like my it's my haven I love being here um mm. we've had fun up here, so many experiences the beach mm. um <laughs> um, oh, yeah you know and then i think the opportunities that are here because it's still developing because it's still progressing there's so many opportunities that you can now tap into as a business person or as a professional as well so yeah i'm sorry i know that was like a lot it's supposed to be like one or two words but yeah it's it, for me i cry, the sound of akra is home it's about so, joy about mm. laughter and it was just about being your authentic self, um, and I love being here. So yes, I'm not coming back. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think I think you were tele I think you were telepathic because I was about to ask you, would you ever go back to England now? <laughs>
0: yeah, of course, of course. I mean, I mean, course. I mean to
1: live. I mean to live.
0: Oh, oh mm. obviously, visit is yeah. different, but to, but to live, would you go back? <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a good reason to make me go back,
1: okay. Good, so in that case, <laughs> <a little bit. laughs>
0: no, home. it's home for the long term.
1: That, um, that's it, yeah. That's it's it, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. And um, just one thing I, I picked up on when you mentioned um, your, your version of what the son of a cry is to you. Um, you mentioned opportunities, so yes. just just going back to what you said earlier when you're going through your story and you moved pretty much when the year of return was here and Ooh. that's yeah, that's when Ghana was heavily, heavily, heavily trending. Um, okay. Is I think one thing I want to say is that I think you've come to Accra, you've come to Ghana at a time where um, Ghana is really, really now booming in terms of people moving over, um, the economy booming, um, lots of you know com- international companies and you know celebrities and all these kind of people moving over. Um, you've come, I think you've come at a time where everything is is, is really on, on the up, like yeah. my last episode, um, I just did was on smart cities. And, you know, we're, you know, and, you know, we are just talking about how the next decade of Africa, this next wave is just going to um, we're just all going to witness a rapid urban development. We're going to see everything become more Westernized, you know, like the cities being transformed, tra- tra- transport, you know, internet, etc. just really, really being kind of what we're kind of used to in the West. So I think you've come at, at a good time to be honest yeah, with you
0: yeah absolutely um the option it's just it's incredible how much like you can do out here and, and how it takes to get started in a way um in terms of capital and all that stuff but it's just it's just an amazing time obviously everything kind of died down with like you know after the year of the return and then with covid but it's I mean, I went out the other day and we saw a I saw a Korean couple and I was like, um, <laughs> Africa, we're going back anytime soon. And i was like, if you're enjoying Africa, I don't see no reason why I need to. You know, this is yeah. my home, I'm, you know, this is my continent and I need to be here. And so when I see that, that's, that fuels you and you're like, uh-uh. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. I don't want the kind of person driving, well, I, you know, just that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. So, I mean, the opportunities are there. There's so much in the digital space alone. Mm. There, um, just not to We recently looked at creating like digital literacy workshop for kids because mm. there's such a gap in the market around literacy, um, digital yeah, literacy is. specifically. Yes, and then yeah, who's and provide those actual workshops and gap in the market. So I mean, there's so many opportunities out here. You just need patience. Yeah. Um, you need to be understanding, and you need yeah. to not come with that attitude of "I'm going to come and change everything" because that's not going to work. You really it's not need gonna to work.
1: Un- no, the Ghanaian market is not like that yeah. at all. Trust me, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
0: not at all. You really need to just like understand what it is that people really need, and you kind of need to blow with things for a bit, and then you begin to. Carve out your own niche, or you know, what works for you, and what doesn't work for you. So, yeah, definitely. Um, come to Accra, that's what I would say. <laughs>
1: come to Accra, guys. That's the um, that's the um, you know, the 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 actual call from Mahawa. Come to Accra, Come, to Accra. Love <laughs> come, you know. come, 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 come. That's all I can say, yes. <laughs> uh, um, Mahawa, you've been a great guest. Um, how can people uh, connect with you online and keep up with what you're doing?
0: Yes, so you can connect with me through my all my social media platforms. I am on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, actually. And I'm quite wow. active on, uh, yeah, I'm trying I try to be as active, but I'm more active on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm getting Twitter here and there. And it's all Mahawa Kamara underscore um, instagram sixteen and also you can find my website i do blog i'm trying to blog more regularly about things that are like just my experiences of being out here um so you can find me on my website maharakamara.com and then you can also find us at the soap connoisseur on instagram face and facebook so at the soap connoisseur on instagram and you'll find all the information there about all our soaps and what we do um, so those are the best
1: ways to connect with me. Yes. Fantastic. Amazing. So guys, I'll have everything in the show notes. I know Connoisseur, Surf example, is a tricky word to spell. So for those kind of people, I will have everything in the show notes so you guys can go out, go out, go out, go onto the, the sound of a crowd.com and get all of the the show notes and even some of the, the books and the quotes Mahawa's referenced during the, the show and, and everything else. Um, and any announcements, any final announcements before you wrap up?
0: Uh, we do have, I have a book coming out soon by God's yeah. grace. <laughs> yeah. And the book is actually to help you on doing business God's way and cool. then called thing um yes yeah, so, so what are god's you know what are god's principles around doing business so watch out for that and also i have a workshop coming up on cultivating your dreams so how to cultivate your god-given dreams i have a workshop Lovely. coming up on that as well so yes yeah, so watch out for those too
1: <laughs> brilliant so we'll have that all guys in the, in the show notes and um, the sound of a will be having an event section up very soon. So we'll make sure to get that event up there yeah. so that people can, can get more information. Thank you so much. Mahawa. You've been a great guest.
0: I don't know if you can see me, but thank you. <laughs> I, I can't
1: see you, but I can't see you unfortunately because I think the, um, the internet must have, uh, you know, done something, but thank you.
0: Okay.
1: thank you and bye cheers thank you so that was Mahara Kamara uh, the founder of the soap kind of business I hope you all enjoyed that episode and were able to take something valuable away now, just to remind you, you can get the show notes by going on to the sound of a crowd.com smash the show notes button and you should be able to get more information about Mahara, all the necessary links, the takeaways and the highlights from this show and any other important information. Now, back to the announcement that I promised that I would make to you guys earlier on the show uh just to let you know guys as i mentioned before season one has now come to an end pretty much um next episode will be the final episode so please you don't want to miss that one uh you can um start applying for season two if you would like to be in the show if you are a fit for the show that is or if you know someone that would be um please get in touch with us you can drop us an email at info at the sound of take care god bless